Welcome to We Are Hospitality, a podcast from the Rhode Island Hospitality Association with your host, me, Bill Bartholomew. All right, so welcome into another edition of We Are Hospitality from the Rhode Island Hospitality Association. Today, we are speaking with Kristen Adamo, the president and CEO of the Providence Warwick Convention and Visitors Bureau. Good morning. Good morning. So as the president and CEO of Providence Warwick Convention and Visitors Bureau, that's a mouthful, by the way. Yeah, just use Go <laughs> Providence. That's what everybody else does. Don't worry nice. about it. <laughs> so as the as the president and as the pres and CEO of Go Providence, I like the, uh, the super abbreviation, um, you're responsible for growing our convention and visitor industry in the Providence Warwick market. For our listeners that might not be familiar with this sector, what does that mean? So we um, were a little different than the other tourism regions that um, really focus on um, leisure tourism, like vacationers and stuff. Newport does a little bit of meetings, but um, the bread and butter of what we do is um, we book meetings and conventions primarily in Providence with the Rhode Island Convention Center and Warwick with the Crown Plaza. Um, and we also do sporting events across the state. We run the Rhode Island Sports Commission. So like March Madness would have come this year and we would have been really involved um, in that. So we go out there, we book the business, and then we work with a client to um, get the hotel rooms, transportation, all of that stuff. So in an average year, my team books about probably about 270 pieces of business, and it's roughly worth anywhere um, between seven, 70 and $80 million of direct spending for the state of Rhode Island. How has COVID affected your mission? I don't know what my mission is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I used to have goals, you know, like everybody yep. else. And now um, it's really been about um, survival. You know, I just told you we, we book all that stuff. Well, we lost, um, the state lost $73 million worth of business um, for meetings and conventions and sports since COVID hit. Uh, Providence in particular lost 70% of its hotel revenue and Warwick lost 46%. So um, it has been about survival for all of us, but I will say we're starting to come out of that. Like um, the way that meetings and conventions go is they book them anywhere from like 18 months to two or three years out. So there's like a sales process. And for probably almost a year, it was dead, quite frankly, because there was no one working at the hotels or in the meetings industry. But we're seeing that change and we're, we're um, getting leads, we're booking business. Um, so there's definitely um, momentum. And I think as people get vaccinated, you're going to see um, leisure tourism pile up on top of that. So um, the convention center, unfortunately, is still closed and will be until probably the beginning of September. Um, but uh, once that opens, I, I feel really good about that ramp up um, to normalcy. Yeah. And of course, the convention center was one of our field hospitals. Um, and so you're you're expecting at least September before that facility has any semblance of um, a working ability in terms of hosting conventions or booking or anything like that? Yeah, I was real, I'll be honest, I was really disappointed with the decision to leave the convention center warm, which essentially they haven't had a patient in it since um, I think early in late February, or early March, but they wanted to keep it set up through June just in case. Um, when that decision was announced, I had to put, um, pull $6 million worth of summer business immediately. Um, wow. So for me, and there's nobody in it. 
So that was extremely frustrating um, to me, to the hoteliers, to the downtown community, because that, um, you know, essentially uh, made us scramble for the summer. Um, so I was disappointed. However, I think we've done a good job at really communicating that we need it for September. We need to get back to some sort of safe way of opening. Uh, we have $4 million worth of business in September. So that's pre-COVID, right? So it's $4 million and people will say, yeah, but not all those people are going to come. Even if a quarter of it comes, that's a million dollars. We haven't had a million dollars um, month in like a year and a half. So we yeah. need it. And um, I've been really heartened by uh, Governor McKee expressing that in public, that we need that center open. So like I said, I, I, I for the first time in a long time, I think we're feeling really good. So you, what would you say is the overall economic impact COVID has had on meetings and convention business for the entire state? Is there a number you can point to or some sort of you know, way. Yeah. I mean, it's that. that, it's that 70, we lost $73 million worth of direct spending, but so yeah. that's just a number, right? But what does that mean? That means, um, hotels. So it takes 13 hotel rooms to keep a housekeeper employed. So just think about the number of hotel rooms we lost associated with that. Think about like my, my friend, Josh Miller and my friend Ruth at Murphy's and, um, who make their money and, you know, downtown is just starving. Um, you know, transportation companies, the workers in the convention center. So um, the loss, it's the convention center is an ecosystem. And I don't know that people realize all of the business that's dependent on it. So it's it's been a huge, um, huge uh, impact for us. Not to mention the media outlets that um, <laughs> advertise those particular events and things around it as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's a huge Absolutely. What do you see on the horizon that we should be excited for? So, um, like I said, I, I think we're, we're recovering. I will caution that in the meetings industry, it's going to take a little longer as people get back into traveling. So we think we'll be back to fully be back to normal in 2004, um, which sounds depressing, but it's not because we're doing things already to make, um, to, to kind of put band-aids. For example, you'll actually like this. We, with some of our heart grant money, we're building a virtual studio in the convention center. Mm. So, because the future of meetings is hybrid meetings for a while where you might have like 500 people in the convention center, but you might have 10,000 people who are watching the conference. Oh. And while we'd rather have them here in Providence, we know that's the kind of thing we're going to have to do for a while to be competitive because Houston built one, Baltimore built one. So we're doing things like that. Um, we're, you know, we're working with um, downtown and with the other neighborhoods. Um, we spent our take it outside money on a lending library of tents and tables and chairs and all of that stuff. So if people want to do like a festival or a block party or um, an outdoor a restaurant wants to do an outdoor wine dinner, they can borrow the stuff from us and then check it out, use it and bring it back. So we're trying to do those things. We tried to spend our money as, as smartly as we could and look at like the long range instead of like the just the immediate need. Let's hope we get there beforehand. But 2024 is not a it's not an unreasonable number when you, and, and a lot of people don't understand what goes into event planning. They think, oh, this I have this idea. Maybe I can do it in July of this year. It's like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, that's the story of my life. Like everybody's got like wants to do these awesome events. And so do I. And then you think about all the work that's involved. So yeah, like um, 
like we want to do, for example, we want to do a, um, like a big beer week and, and work with some of the other, and we're like, can we do it this year? Well, no. So we're going to, you know, table it for a bit and really start looking at it. But, um, yeah, stuff like that. You got to wait. Kristen Adamo, ladies and gentlemen, go Providence runs the operation and boy, is this a trial for anybody in the events industry writ large and, um, great job navigating it. And it looks like we're heading in the right direction. And who knows, maybe with the hybrid stuff, we're going to grow the state's reach in a way that wouldn't have been possible before COVID. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks for listening to this episode of We Are Hospitality from the Rhode Island Hospitality Association. For more information, visit rihospitality.org or search RI Hospitality on your preferred social media platform.